Welcome to Blockchain Morons. I am Carl. And I'm Abdul. And welcome to the show. Tonight, Abdul tries to spell blockchain. Carl gets mauled by a bear. And we get digital. Digital, digital. Price. We're going to jump right into blockchain basics. What exactly is blockchain? To me, the easiest way to explain it is blockchain is a series of data, a series of data organized into blocks that are stacked on top of one another within a time period between each one. That data stores transactional information and is verified in a decentralized environment. What I mean by decentralized is a bunch of computers all around the world that all share, you could call it a public ledger, which is the blockchain. The, the first practical application of this is for two individuals to send each other value in the form of Bitcoin, which are stored on the blockchain, to one another without having to trust a third party, like a bank or a government. The only thing you have to trust is in the Bitcoin software, which is open source and publicly available. Abdul, quick, spell blockchain. B-L-O-C-K-C-H-A-I-N. N. Close enough. Think of it like this. You have a house and you want to sell it. What do you have to go through? You have to have a realtor and you have to have, you have to go through escrow. That escrow is a third party, right? You need an escrow company to make sure that you as the seller and the buyer make due on your agreement, on your contract. That third party creates that trust. Bitcoin or you know blockchain or distributed ledger technology is trustless, meaning that you don't need that third party trust. The blockchain is the trust. It's all there in the data. All the transactions are stored into the blockchain and every computer mining has that stored on the computer, meaning that it can be verified. When you send coins to someone for buying something, let's say it's automatically sent to the person once you receive your item, the software will do that automatically. You don't need an escrow company. The transaction occurs. Hey Carl, watch out behind you! Oh no! A bear again, huh? I don't want to talk about it. If you guys have been checking your smartphones lately, you'll see that not only Bitcoin, but all coins have really been in the red uh, these days. And what that means, obviously, they've been dropping in value. Been pretty bad this past week. And the question is, why did this happen? Would you, would you like my honest answer? I would love your honest answer. Well, there are these people that hold many, 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 many coins. Uh-huh. And they will talk to their buddies who also have many, 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 many coins. And all these people collaborate and they all put all their many, many, many coins together and manipulate the market. Are you saying that there's insider trading? No. no. There's market manipulation? No insider trading, but market, manip- market manipulation, yes. Market manipulation. All yeah. right. Uh, it, it's a, a tactic to scare people to sell at a low price as the prices are going down. People will sell at a low price. Big whales, as they call them, whales, people who have mm-hmm. lots of coins will buy at these low prices. But this has been going on ever since cryptocurrency became a, a tradable thing. I think, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. based upon news that I've heard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there are two major factors that I believe have contributed to this this rather big loss uh, this past week. Number one is the SEC came out with a statement 
regarding exchanges. Mm-hmm. Basically, they, they put out a paper. You can, you can read it on at sec.gov. They, they put out a bunch of warnings, uh, warning people, that, hey, you know what? If you're trading on an exchange, you need to ask them all these questions. I'm going to... I'm going to read some to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for example, one is, do you trade securities on this platform? If so, is the platform registered as a national securities exchange? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, this obviously pertains to exchanges in the United States. Right, right. And, and it's just um, what do you have to do as an exchange to become a registered national securities exchange? Exactly. Do exchanges know this or, or ex- what? Yeah, are some exchanges just going to be like, we can't meet the requirements. So I think a lot of a lot of investors are getting scared, right? Uh, and what if they, my exchange closes, has all my coins on it? Exactly. I, mean, I don't know, you know. So I think, you know, with that you have a decrease in volume. People take, like you said, people taking their coins off the exchange, or just selling them, or just selling them, mm-hmm. or a general sentiment of fear. The SEC, you know, said a whole bunch of stuff, but we don't, we can't go into detail right now. However, the second thing is. If you remember a little place called Mount Gox. Now, Mount Gox was the first Bitcoin exchange and they went they went out in a in a spectacular scam, you could say, or hack, you could say. It just depends on who you believe. The owner of the exchange, Mark Carpels, claimed that Mount Gox was hacked and a bunch of Bitcoin was stolen. Mm-hmm. Apparently he magically found I think it was, I don't know if it was 80,000 or 180,000 or something to the sum of 180,000 Bitcoins were actually, I guess, recovered. Oh, recovered. The problem is those Bitcoins, I think it was the tune of 180,000, I could be wrong on that specific number, were put into a trust. And apparently the lawyer of that trust has been selling large chunks of those Bitcoins to refund the users of the exchange before it went down. He's been selling chunks of like 2,000, 6,000, 15,000 or 18,000, huge amounts, right? That, I believe, is why we've had these huge drops in the Bitcoin price. And as a result, when you know, you know when, when you see Bitcoin going down, people generally get afraid as far as altcoins are concerned. And that's what's happening. Now, the scary part is there's, what, maybe 130,000 Bitcoin still in possession by this trust? Wow. So what you're saying is just a big whale selling a lot of coins. Again, I don't know the full details about this, but the whole thing stinks. Mt. Gox has proven that they are continuing to screw over Bitcoin and all the Bitcoin holders to this date. And who knows what the hell's going to happen. Disgusting. The coin of the week is digital price. Disclaimer, I own digital price and I believe you do as well, Abdul. I do. I do. Yes, I do. Digital Price was a very ambitious project back in 2014. It was a mineable coin, brand spanking new X11 GPU mineable algorithm, and it was a very ambitious coin. I think it was privacy-centric? Yes, yes, it was a privacy coin. And the whole dark send option that it has. And it was, I don't know if it did well or, or not, but somehow it went down and they replaced it. They did actually a coin swap and they created a new digital price and the main change that they did was it was no longer mineable. What mm-hmm. happened? You're no longer mineable. You can still get coins like mining, but it's called staking. And the difference is, is that instead of using a miner to mine coins, you buy coins, place them in your wallet. And this could be a negative aspect. The more coins that you have, the more coins that you will get in, you know, in return for staking them. And in addition to that, there's something called masternode 
dictates that you lock away 25,000 digital price, which is mm -hmm. a considerable sum, mm -hmm. but that gives you even higher returns on your investment over time. It gives incentives for people to hold coins, meaning that you won't get people dumping their coins. Right. It, you know, as it, often. It may stifle uh, trading volume, but it's <laughs> yeah, both good and bad, I guess. <laughs> it just depends on how you see it, right? Yeah, it, actually, that's a good point. It does, I think it definitely will stifle trading volume. Right, because if you look at coin market cap right now, the market cap is almost $2 million. The volume, though, right now is only $700, which mm. is, for a lot of coins, laughably bad. Which is actually surprising, which is why this is the coin of the week, in my opinion, is because it has a very low market cap. However, it's a still a very ambitious coin, and it's being constantly worked on. Case in point, Scripto. Scripto is, I believe, the Facebook of cryptocurrency. It is just like Facebook. It's a community where you get an account, and you can post stuff. I know you're on there, Abdul. I yeah, am myself. Scripto.io. Yeah, I am. Because it's crypto-friendly, they use their own coin, digital price, as a base coin for, for tipping and for services. Mm -hmm. They have a masternode hosting section where you can literally, uh, instead of hosting your own masternode. And do computer, all this computations and inputting numbers and all this stuff. All they the do it setup for, for you. you. You can use digital price to pay for it. Right. And if you actually message Claudio... I should probably not say this. Never I don't. Mind. I don't even know if that's... Never mind. That, yeah, forget I think it. that was a limited time offer. Yeah, yeah to yeah, be yeah, perfectly yeah. Forget honest. Forget about it. Forget I mentioned that. You can also out. you can also host other master node coins, which is definitely a plus that are voted by uh, people in on the in the crypto community. And you have to pay to vote one exactly. DP for each vote. Yeah. They're also inclusive with other cryptocurrencies. You can not only tip other people for their content on Scripto with digital price, but you can also do it with a whole bunch of other cryptocurrencies, Trollcoin included, and a whole bunch of uh, other stuff. So, uh, I mean, it's it's a great coin. It's I believe it's undervalued, and if they continue to develop it, and if things go well, I can see this blowing up at some point in the future. What's total supply? Total supply is... 26.3 million. Right, so that should be the cap, I believe. That should be the total market cap, right? Well, yeah. Is there is there some confusion about that? Because someone said 100 million. I I read it somewhere. It might have been an old Bitcoin Talk dot you know org mm -hmm. announcement. I'm not sure, but I did see 100 million somewhere. Right. So the circulating supply is 18.8 million, which means less than 10 million are still left. I'm assuming to be staked, mm -hmm. uh, which is good for us. I think that pretty much wraps up everything there is to talk, to talk about digital price. Yeah, except go buy some. Go buy some. I like that. Hey, but you know what? Just kidding. This is for entertainment purposes only. We do not give financial advice, so make your own decisions. Definitely. Do your own research. We are not giving advice. We're just talking about a coin that we like. Um, we would not talk about it if we didn't think it was something that we would invest in, in ourselves. We don't want to be responsible for you losing all your money. Of course not. Hell no. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Blockchain Morons. We'll be back next week with more news, a new coin of the week, and more moronic shit. I'm Carl. And I'm Abdul. And until next week, stay rich, my friends. Bye.